Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. Today, we're going to dig into gummies, edible supplements. Now, most of us are pretty familiar with taking capsules when it comes to supplements, when it comes to vitamins, etc. But in recent years, the popularity of gummies has just been undeniable. Up until just a few years ago, most of us thought of gummies as something that you gave to kids only, right? Like adults don't take gummies when it comes to vitamins and supplements. I remember when I started seeing some pretty reputable brands producing supplements or vitamins in the form of a gummy, a chewable vitamin, if you will. I remember thinking to myself, well, that's weird. I mean, it couldn't possibly be as effective, right? I don't know why I thought that. I guess because I associated it with something a child would chew. I just had this mindset that if it were in a gummy form, it was probably less effective. And I pretty much ignored them until Soul CBD came out with a CBD gummy. You know, because of their reputation, I thought, all right, well, I'll try that. And I liked them. In fact, I found myself like kind of looking forward to having my little CBDs in the form of a gummy versus a capsule, right? And then I started looking into other types of supplements and vitamins that came in a gummy form. And I started looking into the bioavailability. In other words, what is the best way to take this particular supplement? Is it best if you're you know, absorbing it like under the tongue? Or is it better if you swallow it and you digest it? Is it better if you take it in terms of like an IV drip? And then because we had my father-in-law, Bob, living with us with his Alzheimer's, and he's just not a fan of taking capsules. And there are a lot of things we need to supplement his diet with. So I started doing research to figure out, okay, of the major supplements that we need to make sure he's getting, what are the best companies, which brands have the best formulation and are able to deliver a very efficient and effective dosage? And in the last year, I think the popularity of gummies is just undeniable. If you've walked into a drugstore recently, you've probably seen the shelves where you normally would find your multivitamins and the end caps and just about any type of supplement that you could have taken in the past in the form of a capsule, you can now find in the form of a gummy. Now listen, they taste better and you're more likely to do something if there's a reward. And you know, I don't know about you, but I don't have too many positive associations with taking a capsule, which is not to say that I'm going to switch completely over to gummies. I mean, I still take a packet of myself again, that's a formulation and their capsule form of the ideal supplementation that most women need when you're perimenopausal. I'll put a link to that in our show notes. That's myself. Again, those are capsule form, right? But there are a lot of supplements that I'm taking now in gummy form because I like to mix it up. So what are the pros and cons? What do you need to know about gummies? What do you need to look for? What are some of the things you should avoid? And how do you know if the supplement that you need is just as efficacious in the form of a delicious candy-like gummy? So today I'm bringing on one of my friends and someone who I've been working with for the last several months pretty closely in formulating a sleep gummy. As you guys know, I take dream capsules, or I had been taking dream capsules, but in recent months, I've been testing a sleep gummy called Sleepy. I've been doing this in conjunction with my friends and partners at Soul CBD. And today I have one of our founders, Mike Lee, here to answer all of your questions about the difference between capsule supplements and gummy supplements and what you need to know. Without further ado, former 
fellow Midwesterner, a champion boxer, and one of the coolest, most driven, but also down-to-earth people I know, my friend, Mike Lee. By the way, you can check out your new nighttime bestie, The Sleepy Gummy, by going to mysoulcbd.com forward slash Shaleen. When you enter the code Shaleen, you're going to get 15% off. And as you're about to hear, a lot of R&D went into the development of this product. It tastes delicious, but really, truthfully, more importantly, it works. Well, Mike, thanks so much for joining me here today. This is an important conversation because many of my listeners, like me, realize the importance of supplementing when it comes to our overall health, right? Like there are certain things, it'd be great if we had a perfect diet seven days a week, 24-7, but most of us don't. So there are things that we might be deficient in that our body should be producing naturally. But there's also a point at which you just feel like, oh my gosh, how many pill bottles do I need lined up on my counter just to be a optimal functioning human? And so for me anyways, finding combinations has really been a godsend. And I just want to thank you for being here on the show and having this like really transparent conversation and answering all my questions about supplements if we can. Yeah, let's do it. We can dive in. I've been a guinea pig throughout my athletic (laughs) career and then post-career. So I've taken everything under the sun. So I feel like between that and the doctors we work with to formulate it, we had a good team put together this formulation with you. So there's a real personal story. And if you haven't already, I'm going to link to a previous episode that I've done with Mike. You'll hear a little bit more about his background as a professional boxer and anxiety and how all of this really led to his personal investment. And like you said, wanting to be a guinea pig, not just for yourself, but for others and find some alternative solutions. Because frankly, I just think we're learning more and more that there are natural ways to heal us. But as you and I have talked about, like before we went on the record, it's not a one size fits. Look, we want a one size fits all, but it just doesn't work that way. Yeah, it really doesn't. And I tell people to steer clear of anybody who can give them 100% guarantees or a one size fits all. I know for me, you know, I dealt with autoimmune issues that almost sidelined my career as a professional athlete. I still deal with pain today, but I went from eight medications down to zero. And a huge, huge part of that was diving into all the different all natural solutions, all the different modalities, whether it be hyperbaric chamber, infrared sauna. I mean, I can go on and on. And so, I always like to say that CBD wasn't the only piece of the puzzle, but it was a big piece of the puzzle for me that started to help with anxiety and it started to affect my endocannabinoid system, which put my nervous system into homeostasis, which I found, you know, as anxiety rose in me, my chronic illness was only exacerbated. And right now in America, you've got millions and millions of people that deal with long-term chronic illness. And what's really stemmed at the root of it is anxiety and stress. And so Mm. we found that first and foremost in myself, years of dealing with it. I mean, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety and on all the medications for it. And I've luckily, I weaned off of it and I've been off of all of that since and feel better than ever. And so that's not to sound like an infomercial, basically it's just like, That pain has given me a gift now that I'm so passionate about helping people find other solutions to their pain, whatever it is, because you need hope. And at the end of the day, that's really what we're doing here is trying to give people hope and another option to help them. Well, and we can't ask for more, right? You know, when you mentioned you don't want to sound like an infomercial and, you know, for some people it is the end all be all and for others, just like anything, 
you'll hear people say like, oh my gosh, CBD saved my life or it, mm. my dog wasn't walking before we started giving them CBD and you know now they're running and they're acting like a, a puppy again. And then you'll hear people say like, I didn't feel anything. So what's going on there? Is it placebo effect? Is it belief? Is it the way our systems work? Or is it a combination of these things? Well, I, I do think it could be a combination. First and foremost, I've found that placebo effect is a real thing, right? It's yeah. been studied throughout our modern medicine history for a long time. So there is an element to that, but by all means, CBD has been studied not only for its efficacy, but also its safety and its toxicity. There's no toxicity to CBD in the liver, so you can't overdose on it. And so when we talk about low risk, high rewards, it's a beautiful plant medicine compound that I think really applies to that. But you know everybody's different. So it depends on how much you're taking, what you're taking. So for instance, we found that you know different ways to absorb CBD will affect the bioavailability. So what we found to be one of the most bioavailable ways is not only eating something or ingesting it through a capsule or through a gummy, but also putting underneath the tongue, the tinctures and the oil droppers have become really popular as well because they enter the blood brain barrier faster as well. So that on top of what you ate that day, you know, we're finding that if you had a good meal or ate healthy fats with CBD, that it helps with absorption and bioavailability. That's why so often you see CBD paired with MCT oil as well to kind of help that absorbing. But listen, this has been a plant, the hemp plants and the marijuana plant that has a bunch of different cannabinoids, terpenes, and compounds in there that have helped human beings for thousands of years. It's just you know, my personal opinion is that it's been demonized over the years because it's something that can't be patented and, Mm. you know, drug companies and governments can't really make a lot of money off of it because it grows from the ground. And so I think it's been demonized all the way, you know, way back from Richard Nixon, the DEA, and we can go deep down that rabbit hole, but you're finding something that has incredibly low risk, high reward, and can't be patented, and which is a really important factor for companies in terms of like making significant amounts, billions of dollars off of it, like many pharmaceutical companies do. That makes sense. I hadn't even thought about that complication or implication. So you also mentioned that you found it gave you a degree of homeostasis. Mm. So, and I think when Well, first, I want to say this about CBD, because I think we have to clear it up, because I get this question like every single time I talk about it. Is this going to show up in a drug test? Am I going to feel high? Can I take CBD and drive? And it's surprising to me that so seemingly so few people realize that CBD doesn't have any of those side effects. It's actually the THC. Do you mind going over that for us again? Yeah, absolutely. Um, In fact, that's one of the biggest questions we get is, will it get me high? And so it's very important to distinguish CBD with other compounds that are in the plant, most famously THC. That's what everybody thinks of. So when you think of marijuana, it's high in THC and low in CBD and the other compounds and cannabinoids. Hemp, which is where all of our products are derived from, are the flip. They are very high in CBD and low in THC. And then we go above and beyond to take all THC out. So Soul CBD has is completely THC free. Not to demonize THC, I think it's it's helped a lot of people as well. But for me as a former professional athlete, getting drug tested, you know, I was fighting at the world class level, getting drug tested by WADA, USADA. Never once in my career did I fail a drug test. And I'm very proud of that because I only put 
healthy, all natural ingredients in my body. And one of them was our product, obviously. So it's important to know that CBD in and of itself won't get you high, but you've got to read the labels because Mm. there are CBD companies out there that have low levels of THC and that's fine. And it could help a lot of people. But if you are worried about getting high and you are worried about the psychoactive element of it, then you should stay away from CBD and only focus on CBD isolate products or zero T broad spectrum products. So Mm -hmm. it is important that you read the labels and and dive in. And will they specifically say that? So what are we looking for on the label? And before you answer that, how do we know, because we assume that most supplements are not regulated in the way that other pharmaceuticals are regulated. So how do we know that what they're saying is in the capsule or the gummy is actually what's in it? Great question. So unfortunately, a study came out about a year ago where they looked into over 250 of the top CBD companies in the country. They found over 70% of them were reporting either the wrong levels of CBD and THC or had some level of pesticides, heavy metals, or some toxic element in it. Now that's scary, but I also think there's an opportunity because there are companies like ours, we're not the only ones, but unfortunately they're few and far between that go above and beyond to make sure that all the ingredients they're sourcing from have no pesticides, have no heavy metals, and the actual elements and levels of CBD, THC, any of the other compounds are what they say on the label. So how does the general consumer find that out? Third-party lab testing is a huge way to do that. So any CBD company or even supplement company for that matter should show you and be very transparent with their third-party lab tests. You'll see on our website, for instance, every single batch and product we have is linked to a third-party lab test that you can look at. It'll show you no levels of toxicity, the levels of CBD that are in it, no heavy metals. In fact, we go above and beyond to where we test the tests. So we spend more money out of our pocket to do third-party testing of the third-party testing that our manufacturers provide us. Because as I mentioned, me testing positive during these big title fights had so many implications for my career, my livelihood. So we're very proud of standing by that. And there's very few companies that do do that, but look out for the lab testing and look out for a company that will provide you transparency with that because unfortunately, not just the CBD industry, but the supplement industry is riddled with uh, bad actors. Yeah. You know, for me, the reason why gummies have become a really important part of what we do here in terms of our health, not just for myself, but for my husband and for my father-in-law and my kids, has a lot to do with the fact that we take a lot of supplements and, you know, just swallowing more pills, sometimes it's a hard thing to do. Like, you're just like, I just don't feel like swallowing another pill, but I know I need fill in the blank. And gummies were just a great alternative initially to not having to swallow another pill. You know, it's something easier than taking a capsule. And then when my father-in-law started living with us, you know, getting him to take capsules, he just felt a little suspicious, like we were trying mm-hmm. to medicate him, you know, even yeah. if it were just, for example, CBD. And so we started using gummies for a variety of things, like his multivitamins, his, you know, just about anything I could find in gummy form because he thought of them as candy, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's what I want to talk about. When it comes to gummies, some of them taste a lot better than others. Some of them literally taste like a candy and other ones are, I don't want to say tolerable, but like they're not bad. But what is the trade-off, you know, like, because 
obviously you have manufacturers like yourself and your products taste amazing, mm-hmm. but there's got to be a trade-off where you're adding certain ingredients that aren't in a capsule because if it were, then I would just chew on this and that would be gross. Like, so you've got to put some things in there that make it palatable. So how do you balance the palatable with the ingredients that are not good for us, like dyes and uh, fillers? Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. You hit the nail on the head and something that we've been doing for years now. It is a long, difficult process to make a gummy that is both healthy and efficacious, but, you know, also tastes good because, you know, like you had mentioned with your father-in-law, at the end of the day, if you don't build a habit, it's just not going to happen. So even with the pills, like if that's something you don't like to do, you'll find yourself not doing it. So I always kind of tell people, Obviously, there's goals of the healthiest thing, most efficacious thing, but it's important to find something that you can do on a daily basis and and habits you can get into. So for us, though, one really important thing and why it takes months and months of R&D, you know, with our sourcing and with our manufacturing with the gummies is making sure that we're not putting those nasty fillers in there. We're keeping Mm. sugar count really low, using organic ingredients as much as possible. For instance, you see a lot of natural flavoring in a lot of different products and people don't really know what's inside there. We like to use fruit and plant extracts as part of that natural flavoring. So for instance, with the sleepy gummy, we use a blueberry extract to give that natural flavor. We use organic cane sugar for that natural flavor. So there are some things, for instance, in this gummy, it has three grams of of sugar per gummy. So it's tough just to be completely honest and transparent, it's tough to go zero sugars or it's tough not to have some type of extract, but you can go organic and you can go with the natural fruit, natural plant extracts instead of all those chemicals that you can barely pronounce and put in there. The gummy might taste better, but long-term your health is is not going to be rewarded for it. So it's finding that balance. And I think that we've really done a good job of kind of meeting somewhere in the middle and and finding that kind of good balance like you spoke about. Is there a particular ingredient that you think consumers right now who are considering gummies need to probably avoid or steer clear of? Well, I think really high levels of sugar is really bad and you'll start to find that in gummies and, you know, maltodextrin, you'll find things like sugar alcohols. Exactly. That's another, and and I think what's really important too is to look at the natural flavoring. So even if a company does say natural flavoring, you can reach out to them and ask them what is in those natural flavors. Mm. Sometimes it's it's not terrible just because it says natural flavors. As I mentioned, we have natural flavors, but blueberry extract, raspberry extract, you know, these different ingredients that go into that. And that's been very important and why it's taken so many months and and more R&D because we wanted to source from basically the best sources in that aspect. But those are some of the key ones I think that people what about, should- about like I've seen wax or corn syrup or like food colorings? Do you guys use food colorings? No, no, we do okay. not. And corn syrup is a really, really bad one that's constantly in a lot of these gummies because the gummies get really complicated with the drying, the heating process. So mm. those are a couple other ingredients that I think everybody should look out for, especially if they're eating a lot of gummies throughout the day. <laughs> Like I am. Right. Well, yeah. I'm actually kind of relieved to find out that you can't overdose on CBD because there's a certain family member who shall <laughs> remain nameless that I'm not going to give them that information because it's already out of control. But, yeah. you know, here's the deal. Like I talk about habit formation all the time. Like you said, 
it's great if you're doing something that's good for you, but if it doesn't become a habit, then what's the point? Number one. And number two, habit formation isn't just disciplining yourself to do something every day because that only lasts so long. There has to be a reward involved. And I was just having this discussion with a friend of mine who's also in the industry. And, and I said, I kind of think that's why you're seeing this explosion of companies producing gummies, some of which, as we know, are not the highest of quality, but because it's like candy. Like, listen, the reward of taking the dream capsules, which everyone knows I love, was that I get really great sleep, right? But I still have to remind myself every night of like how I'm going to feel in the morning. Like there's nothing exciting about swallowing a capsule. Sorry. But there's like two rewards with a gummy. It tastes good. So it's like, oh, that's fun, you know, and also the reward of how I'm going to feel or if I'm going to have improved sleep or reduced anxiety. So I kind of think if we're speaking about the trend in the industry, that is one of the reasons why I'm seeing a lot of companies offering a gummy alternative to their supplements. Any thoughts on what's going to happen? Are are we trending this way? Is this something that we're going to see continue to grow? Absolutely. I mean, you're seeing apple cider vinegar gummies, you know, you're seeing gummies that are helping with mood regulation that have different hormones in it. So I think it can be a good trend because it gets people who maybe were adverse to swallowing all the pills to start doing gummies and as baby steps. One other thing that's kind of nice about gummies and especially, you know, with this gummy that that we created is you can control your dosage a lot more than a capsule. So, so? well, you just bite half the gummy. Oh, right? yeah. So that's kind Duh. of the thing where like, maybe you notice that two gummies is too much for you. Like you had mentioned before with the dream caps, sometimes if you take too many, it's too much. It's yeah. very difficult to pull that apart. Right. So you could just bite half the gummy or do one and a half or try half and work your way up. And it's a cool way to kind of see what your dosage is for, you know, anything. It's kind of fun. I'm sitting here going like, why did I not think about that? Why <laughs> did I not think about that? Yeah. And so, you know, that, that was one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about. So when Again, for me, sleep is so important. It's how I've really been able to heal my brain. And the more I started studying sleep, the more I realized like if I'm someone who cares about the health and happiness and productivity of others and myself, like that's the foundation. Sleep is the freaking foundation of everything. It's how we heal. It's how we process. It's how we store memory. It's how we avoid almost all disease. And so I just keep trying to hack my sleep. I wear an aura ring Mm. and the aura ring has been like allowed me to turn myself into a lab rat and figure out like what actually is working best. And not just to get the right number of hours, but to increase my REM sleep. I get great deep sleep. I don't get great REM sleep. And that's why I take the dream capsules because I could test it and see on the nights I didn't take the dream capsule, I always got a low score for my REM and I keep getting better and better REM sleep when I take the dream capsules. Again, we couldn't get my father-in-law to take those. He has Alzheimer's. And Alzheimer's patients, you know, we don't know what came first, the chicken or the egg, but their sleep is horrible. And we could predict high anxiety days, mood swings, and just him being in a complete fog if he had poor sleep. So that's when I came to you guys and said, can we turn this into a gummy? Because if we can turn this into a gummy, I got to win. Because we tried other sleep gummies with them, and they just didn't seem to have any effect on me or him. So I came to you guys and said, can we do this? And it took a lot longer than I thought, but I love the fact that they taste delicious. 
I can get my father-in-law to take them. And they really do make a huge difference. But there are some differences that I assume you've had to make in the ingredients that were formerly in the dream capsules versus the sleepy gummies. So can we start there? Yeah, absolutely. And listen, you hit the nail on the head. For me, even throughout my career, sleep is everything for recovery, yep. right? So you get back to the basics. You get back to diet and exercise. You get to sleep, your mindset. You know, we really got back to the basics in training camp for me preparing for these big fights. And so I started wearing a whoop band as well and tracking mm-hmm. my sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you say that because I was noticing the same thing where I would sleep eight, nine hours, but my REM cycles were terrible. And so oh. it's about the quality of sleep that you get. And so I started working with strength coaches, kind of changing up my diet a little bit. And then obviously when I started introducing CBD and CBN, which we'll get into, it massively affected my REM cycles. In fact, just taking our dream caps and these sleepy gummies, my REM cycles increased incredibly. And I mm-hmm. have uh, pictures of before and after Me too. of taking them, right? So yeah, and I had about 10 of my buddies, all of who are athletes. We shared this with our audience, I think a few months ago, who wore either Aura Band or a Whoop Band. I was like, take the stuff just before and after. Let me know yep. what you think. 95% of them had better sleep cycles, had better yeah. REM cycles. And there's actually a bigger group. Which is kind of fun to measure, right? Because we talk about placebo effect, which is important. Yeah. But it's really powerful when you're actually looking at your, like you're looking at your numbers, like affirming to say like, this isn't in my head. I actually did get better sleep last night. And here's how my scores vary or differ when I don't take a supplement. Yes, exactly. And so to your question earlier about what's different in this gummy, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's like we took the dream cap and we took our gummies and they had a baby, but then that baby is like even stronger and better than the original parents, right? So what's cool <laughs> about this gummy that we worked with you on is that it's our first product that we have CBN known as cannabinol inside of it. And so cannabinol is another compound that's found in the hemp plant that will not get you high. It's not psychoactive but it does help increase REM. So it's kind of a beautiful thing to where we've got CBD in it, we've got melatonin in it, which helps you fall asleep. But then the CBN and the terpenes that we added in there are the two new things in there that help you stay asleep, right? So Mm -hmm. it's one thing to fall asleep, but it's another thing to get good sleep and stay asleep. And so the myrcene terpenes that we added, as well as the CBN, which is like CBD sleepy cousin are two of the things that we found that we, as soon as we started testing this in R and D, we were like, whoa, this is a game changer. And yeah, so I like it even better than the dream caps right now. For those of you who aren't familiar, deep sleep and REM sleep are different. Most people, I think they say, okay, I slept for eight hours or I was in bed. I think I was asleep for eight hours or seven hours or six hours or whatever it is. And not that everyone needs to track it, but tracking it is really interesting because then you start to understand like what your brain is doing while you're sleeping. It is deep sleep that makes us wake up and feel energized and restored. It's deep sleep that repairs our muscle tissues, that allows us to recover quicker from our workouts. It's REM sleep that actually organizes and stores all of our memories, our cognitive functions. And so that's why it's really important to have both. And for me, I could never get REM sleep, but I get massive amounts of deep sleep. Like I could make people jealous with my deep sleep, which explains why I wake up super high energy, but I can't remember my name. 
You know what I mean? Or I'm yeah. like, wait, what day is it? And Brett's the opposite. So he was struggling to get any deep sleep and gets tons of REM. And so I don't know what it is, but for me, it's just really saying, I'm not going to just assume this is my biology. I'm going to yeah. try to hack it. And I really don't want to have Alzheimer's. I do not want to lose my memory. I don't like feeling foggy and not being able to remember things. I hate it. It's embarrassing. That's the one thing that drives me crazy about my brain is no matter how much sleep I get, I wasn't getting enough REM. And so I've watched every YouTube video, I've read every article and, you know, just really being able to work with you guys to formulate something that again, that works for me. I don't know if it'll work for everybody else, but it is really nice to know it's not in my mind to actually, to be able to track it and see the difference when I do take it and don't take it. I did want to say this, just to be completely transparent. I love the taste of the gummies. There's a little tiny bit of an aftertaste, right? Mm. And my daughter tasted them recently and she's like, oh my God, these are so good. And then later she goes, I do taste something. And I'm like, well, that's because it's not candy. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It is a supplement. And so I think, you know, people should have their expectations set appropriately. If you're eating a gummy that literally tastes like a Mike and Ike, look at the sugar content. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For me, that's, you know, just to be honest with people and say, it does taste like blueberry and lemon, but I usually, you know, am eating something else with it. Like I said, because it just, it tastes good. It tastes good that you want to eat it, but it doesn't taste like candy where I want to eat the whole bottle. Yeah. I'm with you. I mean, our other flavors I think are probably a little bit better because we didn't pack as many ingredients in there, but for us to have 25 milligrams of CBD and three milligrams of melatonin and three milligrams CBN and the terpenes. You're exactly right. It's not quite going to taste like a starburst, but it'll still be a, a little tasty treat at the end of the night. Okay. So here's another thing I wanted to ask you. I used to take my CBD at night, my CBD gummies, and then my dream capsules. And mm. now I'm just taking the sleepy. If, if I'm just taking the sleepy is there any need for me to take an additional, like my other CBD gummies, or does this have enough CBD in it that I, it's all in one? It's like three in one. Sure. So unfortunately, I can't give you an exact answer on that since everybody is different, right? Sure. So that does have 25 milligrams CBD in it. The CBN will be sedative. How many milligrams are in just your normal CBD gummies? So we have two versions. We have a 10 milligram, which is the most popular. And then we just came out with 25 milligram strength okay. or extra strength. So this really um, is like you're already getting your 25 milligram in addition to your melatonin. Yes. And CBN okay. and the terpenes agreed. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of expensive ingredients packed into that. You know, we've been going through these iterations. How do you guys feel? Like, are there some iterations where you're like, we can't use this. This isn't going to work. Oh, hands down. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> the gummy game is not, not easy and not fun. I mean, I have tried more samples of stuff uh -huh. that my dog wouldn't even eat than <laughs> you can imagine. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, so what about this idea? Again, you know, I think everyone needs to check with their physician. Yeah. And, and we did with ours, especially when it came to Bob. Like, we don't want to, you know, mm. run the risk of doing damage. But when it comes to kids, can mm. kids take these gummies? And not just my soul CBD, but any general recommendations when it comes to taking gummies in general? Yeah. Our lawyer would definitely freak <laughs> out if I, if I made any clear cut statements here. Like, obviously I'm not a doctor. I mean, listen, we have a lot of customers who are kids that had helped them. I mean, my sister talks is just like you about ADD and ADHD and 
it's helped. We get so many testimonials for kids that it's helped. So, you know, I think the important thing is definitely to have no THC. The brain is still forming, I think, until your early 20s, right? So it's important not to put dangerous chemicals or THC or alcohol in the system at a young age. But we've seen it really, really help kids, but we do not promote to kids. We just yeah. legally, we, we, we can't. And I'd get in way too much trouble if I did. So I hope that's like the right way to I get it. Totally. You know, and so then the other thing I wanted to ask you about is why do you think it is? And maybe, I don't know if it's just my perception, but when I started seeing gummies coming on the market, Mm. my belief was, oh, they won't be as effective as taking a capsule. And my mind has been changed. I assume that there's people out there listening right now who kind of think the same way. It's like a gummy. So what do you think created that perception? and, And is that changing? Yeah, I think it's changing a lot because in the past, really, when you thought of gummies, you just thought of candy, like you said, right? And so now you've got companies that are using, you know, incredible sourcing and different drying techniques to create gummies that also can have good ingredients in it. And as we mentioned, it's all about habit forming. Like if you're not going to do it, then what's the point? So I think we're kind of seeing the shift in the industry from capsules, which can be a little intimidating and you can't control the dosage to gummies just kind of being not only tasty, but also efficacious. And so mm-hmm. I kind of love this movement right now in the industry, as you said, but yeah, it's one of those things where people traditionally thought of it as candy. And now mm-hmm. you're just taking that same delivery mechanism and adding really good, high quality ingredients. When it comes to melatonin, which is you know one of the key ingredients in the sleepy gummy, melatonin is one of those things right here. Some people say like, oh, it makes me feel groggy. Other people say, I've got to find just the right amount of dosage. And it is a hormone, right, that Mm -hmm. we produce naturally. So some of us aren't producing enough of it, or eventually we don't produce enough because maybe we're under stress or perimenopausal or, or what have you. What are some of the things that you found people experience with melatonin that might be, you know, contraindicated or of concern? Well, for sure. I mean, and you just said it, it's it's a naturally occurring hormone. It regulates your sleep cycle, helps you fall asleep, stay asleep. But there are some people that may have different adverse effect to it. Like one of the most common things, if someone takes too much melatonin, we've noticed is that they have very vivid, wild dreams, right? Mm, Yeah. So you wake up, that might be a little freaky, but also that might be indicative of getting great deep and great REM sleep, right? But there are people who don't love melatonin. And if that's you, then, you know, no harm, no foul. I think stay away from a product that has melatonin in it. We have low levels. So these gummies, for instance, have three milligrams, you know, people can take up to 10 milligrams of melatonin and be fine. So find your right dosage. We are going to come out with a product that does not have melatonin because we have heard that from some people. So, Mm. but just like we said before, This, along with supplements and nutrition, is never a one-size-fits-all. It's Mm -hmm. really every single body and human is unique. And so figuring out what works for you and what doesn't work for you is good. But I know for me and a lot of people, I love melatonin. It really, really kicks in fast for me. Yeah. It's a funny thing. I've been experimenting going back and forth between doing two per night and one per night and can't really like decide which I like best. Not until today when we're talking, when I'm like, hello. I can bite one in half and do one and a half. (laughs) Problem solved. They're really great. And, you know, when it comes to sleep, I just would spare no expense. But I do think that it's important for people to know that, you know, you guys use the highest quality ingredients 
you do triple lab testing and then you test on top of that. Mm-hmm. And it's really like three supplements in one. So consider that when you're giving it a try. Mike, it's been great to be able to work with you on this project. It was really fun. Yeah. I felt like a chemist. <laughs> it really was. Between doing the R&D rounds with you and everything from design the labels to down to the product in it, we're really excited to partner with you. We love that, you know, all the health and wellness that you're promoting to your channel. So it's just another way for us to give people another way to get good sleep naturally and healthily. So, well, you guys are awesome to work with. I really do appreciate it. And we've got some special deals for lifers. You guys have been such great supporters of this whole journey and process. So I can't thank you enough. And you guys can all check it out. We've got a link in the show notes or a link below this video, depending on where you're watching or listening that will give you some special hookups on the sleep gummies. They're great. Sleepy time. Mike, awesome having you here. Thank you for having me. Let's do it again soon. Let's do it.